Hi, I'm John Meacham, the host of Cadence 13's new podcast, Fate of Fact, on how America and its political parties got to where we are today. Available now on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back on Real Talk with Rashini, our final hour of the day. As you know, uh, those of you who are regular listeners, we've moved up the clock. This is our second month of 9 a.m. to noon, and it's wonderful having you with me at this time. And I welcome the new listeners to Real Talk with Rashini. And I, I welcome to the show our winning moment for November 29th. She is the CEO of the Science Museum of Minnesota, Allison Brown. Hi, Allison. Hi there, Roshini. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Well, there's so many things to get into. I remember back in March, as literally the world was shutting down with this novel coronavirus uh, that we're still learning more about, it drastically affected the Science Museum. Give people the 411 on what you had to do pretty much immediately. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, it has uh, affected Science Museum and many other cultural institutions as well, and many organizations. And we had to close down in mid-March and uh, drastically change our operations. And we really thought about how we could serve our community, and that's our focus of our institution. And we summarize our mission as science and education centered around equity. And that's the lens that we used about what we would do. We also knew that it would have a dramatic financial effect on the institution uh, as we had to shut down our operations and think about what could we do for our community online. And thinking about our mission, what we then did was uh, I used to use the word pivot and now I use the word pirouette because that's what we've been. We've been spinning around but not without purpose. And what can we bring online, in particular around that theme of science, education, and equity? And well, and, you know, when team, people think of museums, they're, they want to go to a physical space. And this do, doesn't, yeah. you know, this year has definitely challenged that. So when you talk about this pirouette and still being able to serve the community and children and adults, 113-year history the Science Museum has. How did you even, you know, how did you make that decision and what came first as far as this new kind of virtual world? What, what resources do we already have? Uh, because we, ha we responded really rapidly. So what could we bring online to help those children, those parents, the adults who now were at home? and couldn't, as you've been talking about, couldn't be with their friends and extended family in the way they could. Uh, what would those parents do with their children to help them continue their learning? What could we do for teachers? Um, what could we do for our broader community? So we, we looked at what resources do we already have we could bring online? Um, what could we develop rapidly to serve our community? And so those were the things that we thought about really quickly and then developed a plan and teams. And it was a very reduced staff because we had to lay off 90% of our employees. So the, the 10, actually 13% who were left, what could they do in these small groups to bring resources online to help the students in particular, the parents, and the teachers? So that's the way we framed it around. 
Now, you were able to do somewhat of a reopening in September. What is the status report on that as far as people actually being able to visit the Science Museum? Well, first, let me just say the reopening was very successful. And um, and, and the status is uh, we had to reclose. But we while we were open, people who came, and we did this through, through surveying, while they came maybe with a little trepidation, uh, when they left, they told us through anonymous surveys, they felt very safe. It's a very safe experience. We modified it along all of the guidelines that we had. It's a, it's a huge space. You know, our, our ceilings are 17 uh, feet tall. The Omni Theater itself is a six-story space. We have great circulation systems. We, had, we have doubled our custodial staff, so you see them all the time. They get, they get, they get great shout-outs online. And they also, the visitors had a wonderful shared experience with their, with their family members, their, their pods as they came in. Uh, unfortunately, um, I know it's been two weeks now or 10 days, we had to close down per the governor's order. The new order. For, and and yeah. do, you, do you feel like there's an end in sight on that or are you waiting until the four weeks are up to see what happens next? We're waiting for the four weeks and see where it goes. And we're, we are an experts on running a museum and running it safely. We're not an experts on COVID-19. We look, we look to the experts to help us guide through this uh, reopening and when we'll be able to reopen. We are chatting with Allison Brown. She's the CEO of the Science Museum of Minnesota. If you have any questions for her in our remaining time together, give us a call or text us, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. So, how can people interact with you now? Uh, what's the best way to find you online or other sites uh, digitally? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you can go to www.smm.org, and we have a section called Learn. And in there, uh, in different categories, we have things you can do online. Uh, and we we brought our Omni Fest online. You can get some great Omni films you can see there. Um, we also have uh, experiences that you can do outdoors. So it has things you can try, um, and it's all uh, centered around our different areas of uh, fun and engaging things you can do. Uh, because we know that while there's a lot people want to do online, they also want to get out. Um, I I heard. Um, President Gable talking before about how Minnesotans are very outdoor oriented and we've had a mild winter so far and even when it gets a more robust winter we all can bundle up and go outside and do things. Absolutely and you also this is my favorite line you're going full stem ahead tell people what you're doing with St. Paul. Yes we have been working with the St. Paul City School uh, I don't know over 10 years and providing a summer school experience based on the Freedom School model, and it's a STEM-based uh, first one in the nation. So STEM being science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, and summer school is a time when many kids uh, fall back behind. And so we have a deep relationship with this school. Uh, many of these students aren't able to do distance learning at home. And for a whole variety of reasons, uh, maybe both parents work out of the home, they may not have Wi-Fi. And as I said, we have a large space. So we were able to provide just safe distance learning within our space, within our education area, and um, provide Wi-Fi, uh, transportation, meals, and uh, adult supervision. And actually, uh, along with that, um, teaching STEM to help solve issues that are facing our communities. And it was really a wonderful program for about 30 um, students, second, uh, I think, 
to through eighth grade. And so that's been a wonderful program that our board is funding. Um, unfortunately, we had to close it down with this surge in COVID, and we are assessing whether we'll be able to be able to reopen it in a few weeks. And that's just been a fantastic program, well received, and the kids who are participating in it really enjoy it. Well, fingers crossed that you can reopen that because what a great program it is. It's also the holiday season, Allison Brown, and I know that the Science Museum has some gift options for us. We have a wonderful uh, uh, web store you can go to at uh, smm.org store slash store. And right now we're doing a 10% off for non-members, and you can use thanks10 as your discount code and members get 20% off. We have all sorts of different things you can do, space themes, nature, sustainable themes, human body, and of course a favorite of mine is dino themes. Uh, and so if you need help in finding different items for your family members and friends, we, we can provide that for you. We ship for you or you can also come and pick it up at the store with a, a safe social distancing through that. I have to say gift memberships are always a wonderful option as well. So it's a great way to support the museum and all of the, all of the, uh, of what you purchase helps support as well. So it's a great way to support the museum and all of the, all of the, uh, of what you purchase helps support our mission as well. Right, which is so great with uh, with local businesses being supported when you support the Science Museum at the same time. And I have and, to shout out that on yeah. – oh, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Thunder Lizard hoodies, of course, which is made famous during Stranger Things, are on there. And you, when you wear them, people will notice it and, and uh, comment on them even now. And um, when we get to go out and travel again, you'll wear it around the nation. You'll still get comments on those Thunder Lizard hoodies. You, you're just a such favorite. a part of pop culture, Allison Brown, the Science Museum. <laughs> you know, even after 113 years, you are not going by way of the dinosaurs. You showcase the dinosaurs. You're also on the hoodies. I love it. That is yeah, great. I'm, well, I'm wearing mine now. I bet you are. We should have had you send us a selfie. She is our winning moment on today's Real Talk with Roshini, Allison Brown and the Science Museum of Minnesota. Follow them on Twitter, Allison Brown SMM or Science Museum MN. Just a pleasure to have you on today. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend and we'll check back in in the near future. Oh, thank you, Roshini. It's been wonderful to be here and I wish everybody well and stay safe during the pandemic. We will take... Absolutely. Very important. We will take a break. And when we come back, more of your texts. People are writing about how they have adjusted their Thanksgiving plans. And uh, maybe you'll find some inspiration for the December holidays from these very wonderful texts that are coming in. 651-989-9226. Rashini Rajkumar back with you on Real Talk with Rashini. Coming up at 11.35, Jody Levon, the happy medium, joins us. She will be doing readings. She will also share tips for how to connect at the heart level, the soul level, with loved ones who are still alive. Obviously, she has advice or insight on also connecting with those who have passed. But in the spirit of adjusting, 
some of our expectations when it comes to who we can see, who we can be physically present with. And it is so important, that physical presence of others, other human beings. I wanted Jody to be able to share with us, because these times are challenging, with her gift, share her gift with us to maybe give you some advice and some tips on how you can have some meaningful connections with people. How are you doing that? Did you do some things this holiday weekend that you'll take into the December holidays? Or maybe you can inspire others. I'd love to hear from you. Call me or text me 651-989-9226. And of course, phone and text lines will be open for Jody from 1135 to about 1150. So get in your calls and texts for her also. Uh, this listener says, we decided to have an early Thanksgiving on November 6th, that beautiful warm evening. I remember it well. It was gorgeous. We were outside in our driveway. I served a chicken and stuffing casserole, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, lefsa, cranberries and pumpkin pie for dessert. On Thanksgiving Day, my husband and I were alone with good memories of our early Thanksgiving. Well, listener, you definitely get the star for having a good attitude. Frankly, taking advantage of that beautiful November 6th day. That whole week was great. That weekend was beautiful. I remember it well. I was blessed to have such an amazing birthday weekend that weekend. And it doesn't always happen on November 6th that the weather is as perfect as it was that day. So congratulations to you and your husband, uh, for doing that. Dan is on the line from Brooklyn Park. Hi there, Dan. Hi, Rashini. Um, How are thanks you? For taking my, I'm doing well, and I, I apologize if I'm slightly off topic, but I just, I love your show, and I'm so impressed with you and your courage. I, it's, it's the truth. Um, well, thank you. I, I want to say this, and I know I don't probably have a lot of time, but I think what's really sad, and in some ways very discouraging for me and a lot of us who love the country, love the Constitution, is that the biggest story in the world since probably Pearl Harbor or even before is what we believe to be an incredible fraudulent maneuver on the part of the left to install a fraudulent president. And I, and I think you'll, this will all come out shortly once there's a hearing given. There was a hearing, kind of a, a pseudo hearing in Pennsylvania, where Rudy and the witnesses, eyewitnesses, gave uh, gave testimony as to the fraud in Pennsylvania. But I, there's so much to hear and talk about, and it's really sad the media isn't covering it in detail, like what Cindy Powell's lawsuit was all about. But do you know what the 300, do you know what the um, the Kraken is? Have you figured out what the Kraken is? I, I learned this last night from General McInerney. No, but briefly tell us, because we are running up against the clock. It's the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion that the president and Cindy Powell have access to, to find intelligence. And the, and the military, uh, at the request of President Trump, sees the servers of Dominion in Frankfurt, Germany. They have the servers and they have the goods. 
and the Democrats. Well, and, and it's an interesting point, and we haven't on this show gotten into this whole Dominion thing. I do know some computer programmers who say things like that just don't happen with a glitch. It actually has to be programmed. I want to make sure we get all our calls in because I did open up the phone lines to talk about this holiday, and I'm sure we will return, Dan, to that election topic as the headlines come out um, in future weeks. Diana is calling from Hutchinson. Hi there, Diana. Hi, Rashini. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling today. Yes, I just wanted to tell you about our Thanksgiving. Um, We've never done this before, so we kind of had to learn as we went. But we were able to have my nephew in North Dakota, my son and daughter-in-law in California, and then all of our family here in Minnesota on at the same time. And how was on, that? Did it feel weird or was it just really nice? It was awesome. And it was really cute because my youngest son, who lives with me, um, several years ago decided to grow a beard. And so when he was talking to his older brother, he was like, what is that? He'd never seen his brother with a beard before. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So you could still kind of have those personal touches, which was nice. Oh, yes, it was awesome. It was awesome for my 78-year-old mother. And unfortunately, she's in the hospital right now, but she's doing good. Um, But yes, she was able to see her grandkids and great-grandkids, and we're going to do it again for Christmas. I was just going to ask that same thing. Did this give you sort of inspiration for the December holidays? And might you do something even, I mean, did it teach you a lesson for how you might want to even do it differently, or will you do it the exact same way? Okay. Yes, the techie people in my family are working on it, so it can be better. Well, you know, thanks for time we had done that and it was awesome. Yeah, well, and I can hear it in your voice that it really brought some joy. And that's the thing. It's like we have to challenge ourselves right now, regardless of what the orders are, the rules are, or what when you whether you agree with the government or not with some of these shutdown rules and some of the impositions. And frankly, I do not agree with most of them, but we're going to follow the rules. We're going to be safe. And it just challenges us to find creative ways. And you've done that, Diana. Thanks for being an inspiration and happy holidays to your family. Happy holidays to everyone out there. This is, it is Thanksgiving weekend. It's the final Sunday in November for Real Talk with Rashini. And I'm so glad you're with me until noon today. Real quick programming note. I'm actually off next Sunday, December 6th. Yeah. My first Sunday off that had nothing to do with baseball this year. And uh, Blois will be in for me, so I don't know what he has in store for you. But be sure to tune into him from 9 to noon. And then I will be back on December 13th. And on December 13th, I'm really excited to announce a special cookie contest. You may remember last year, Devin and I, who are not cooks, we each cooked a batch of Christmas cookies and holiday cookies, and at the time, we could be in studio. So our guests that day were able to vote. We also had pictures of them on social media. And uh, Dennis, I don't know if you know this, but Devin won for visual, and I won for taste. That's how it went on the cookie contest. So uh, this year, we're we're not going to be cooking, let me tell you that, but we are going to uh, invite you, the listeners, uh, to participate in a cookie contest, and we will have prizes. It will be fun. I'll announce that 
on December 13th. But for now, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk with the happy medium, Jody Levon, taking your calls, your texts for her. She's going to do readings. 651-989-9226. We are back on Real Talk with Rashini. Lots of texts coming in, sharing the things that people are doing to adjust to the new reality. And I applaud you folks. I want to share this text. A listener says, in an effort to feel a sense of togetherness around our separate dinner tables, my husband and I prepared family Thanksgiving packages for our adult kids and their spouses and ourselves. Each package contained the same bottle of wine, festive dinner napkins, and a candle holder, and a votive, and votive, votive candles, so our individual households shared some things in common at our individual tables, added a few little Christmas-related items, and they're ready for the beginning of Advent. It was great fun, and we captured memorable photos. Well, congratulations to you. I think that is just fabulous, and it is a great way to stay in touch with those who can't be in our physical presence right now. And uh, I applaud you for doing that. My next guest is going to share more ways for how you can share that love and family and good heart and soul moments, even if you can't share the physical presence of your loved ones. She is Jody Levon, the happy medium. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Me too. And, you know, I met Jody uh, basically over the airwaves in a virtual way because we couldn't be in the same place. She's the resident psychic on Twin Cities Live on Channel 5. She's also a corporate psychic and intuitive coach for more than three decades. She did my reading a couple weeks ago on Twin Cities Live. We'll hear a little of that later. But first, I wanted to really get right into it. Simple ways, Jody. What are some simple ways? to maintain calm during these unusual times? Well, one of the best things you can do is to remember to consciously breathe. I think we hold our breath more than we realize it. We don't fully exhale. So just throughout the day, just take a minute and listen to yourself. Breathe slowly in and out through your nose and just feel the breath as it goes through your body. And then when you're <clears throat> excuse me, upset about something, Take a minute to do that as well. Even if you're in a conversation that's disappointing to you, you can look down and take a couple of breaths, and you give yourself a moment to be more present. You give your intuition time to come forward, and it really helps bring your stress level down. That's the biggest thing. And then also to remember that this is a time, and it is a very difficult time, obviously, health-wise, through the economy. There's so many things. But it is a time that it will be over soon. It is a a time in our lives that we will remember, but it will be a memory. And the human race is very resilient. So to remember that, even when you're in the midst of it, is helpful. Obviously, if you're losing somebody or if you're ill, there's other things that you can do as well. But if you're one of the people observing, and most of us are, then staying present, remembering that love is very powerful and people can feel it wherever they are. If you just feel your love for somebody on an unconscious level, they can feel it as well. It's really important to stay in that space of knowing this will be done and that your love never goes anywhere. Your love, is, your love never dies. Love is forever. So no matter what happens, that's a common thing to hold on to. 
Jody, that's such a beautiful message because right now so many people are dealing with mental health issues. Uh, I co-host Healthy Matters from 7 to 8 a.m. on our station. And Dr. Hilden and I pretty much every Sunday are taking questions about COVID, many people concerned about mental health of family members. So just being able to remember that we are still connected as people. And this is part of the reason I wanted you to come on today. You do have some special gifts and whether people believe in those gifts or not, I don't care. Uh, You are sharing messages of love and hope and healing and we all need that right now you have talked jody about natural intuition and that you don't have to be someone like you to have that natural intuition that we all have it we just don't necessarily know can you tell us a little bit more about that yes everybody everybody is intuitive everybody's had a dream that's given them a hunch about something that's going to happen or a knowing hunch when you meet somebody or just a feeling that comes over you, that gut feeling that you get is intuition. That I don't know, and I work with corporations, obviously, and I've never met a business person, that a successful one, that doesn't use their intuition. They might not call it their intuition, but it's right there. It's a free and natural resource. Why not use it, especially right now when there are resources that are missing in our lives, meaning we can't hug our friends and sometimes we can't hug our family. Why not do that? So start paying attention to when you get a gut feeling about something and it comes true. When you do that, more of it comes alive for you. You're starting to understand your own language of intuition. It is very natural. There's nothing wrong with being intuitive. And I think right now people need to know that they have the power within them for healing and to combat fear because there is a lot of that right now. Jody Levon is my guest. She's the happy medium. If you have calls, if you have questions for her, you can call or text us. Same number, 651-989-9226. We have her for about another eight to 10 minutes. You're going to want to get your calls and questions in. She's also going to do readings, uh, whatever you want. She's here to bring you some comfort, bring you some joy today. So I want to share with people, Jody. a couple weeks ago on Twin Cities Live, you did my reading and, uh, what were you looking for? We hadn't met and we met on the virtual screen. Uh, what were you, I mean, what were you looking for that day? So it's when I do a reading, it's, I'm not looking for something. I'm open. I'm open to what comes as long as it's positive. That's the, that's my filter is it's got to be positive. I do a ton of breathing and a ton of praying before I do a reading. So it's always going to be positive information that comes through. And I love to bring Like you said, hope. I love to bring people that feeling of, hey, life goes on after we die. Hey, people can feel how much I love them, even if they're across the city or across the country. That's what my hope is in almost everything I do. So I just was open, and there's so much that came pouring out in that reading. And most especially, and I don't know if you've talked about it on air, is this very warm gentleman from the other side. That was people. It's not up to me whether somebody comes in from the other side. I don't call them. If they're, if they're positive and they come through, I'm open to them, but I don't dial them up. It doesn't work that way. So it was really lovely to meet your father. Yes, and you had some things that he had to share, uh, which were compelling, which you know made me choke up. I was tearing. Uh, host Kelly Hansen was also tearing. You also let me ask a couple questions toward the end of the reading, and one of the questions I had to ask about was about our new puppy, just turned six months today, Kodak. And here is what Jody had to say about Kodak. He's a very sensitive dog. 
And I feel like he gets, he can get his own tummy aches and show it in the ways that he goes. And um, I also feel like he hears things, like he'll hear spirits. He loves you very much. He, he would be more mischievous, but he doesn't want to displease you. He's very much of a pleaser. And it was so fun. And so you really got this sense of this puppy. I did. It's a really cute puppy. Yeah, a little mischievous, but very, very sweet. Yes, because your puppy has a soul, and I connect with souls. Souls connect with souls of from everywhere. We all connect with different souls. And if you love someone, that's the biggest way to connect. And I love pretty much everyone, so I can connect with pretty much everyone. Your soul, your heart, your mind, they are open. Well, we are getting calls already for Jody Levon, the happy medium. Give us a ring, 651-989-9226. Leah is on the line from Richfield. Hi, Leah. Hi. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Thanks for having me. What is your question for Jody today? Okay, my question is, is that I have always been very intuitive. I always feel, I feel, I'm a feeler. And I, my, my grandma passed away when I was about 23 and every year around the time that she passed, I've always had like a very vivid, like feeling come from her, whether it's a song or a dream or anything, but I don't feel it with any of my other grandparents. My two of my grandpas passed when I was very young and my, um, my other grandma died um, this past January, and I haven't really felt that strong presence. And I just wondered, like, will I, do I only, am I only going to feel my, my, my one grandma or are, how do they all kind of come through? Well, how that you can feel this grandmother and you are feeling her through your love for her. It's an emotional anniversary when they come through on their birthday or on the day they died that is, you're, you're open to her in a different way because you are incredibly intuitive. I actually feel like your emotions come from the ground up and just wash over you. So the main thing to understand is they're going to come through in different ways. Love never dies, so you're still connected. And if you close your eyes and you think about the people that you love, think of one person you love. You listen to yourself, breathe for a minute. Think about the person that you love and feel their love for you and yours for them. If throughout the day, all of a sudden you feel that, that oftentimes is that person coming through from the other side to say, hi, I love you. It's the, it's the language of intuition, and it all works through your feelings and your feelings of love. So you will feel your other uh, people if they choose to come because it's their choice to come or to not. You just have to be open to the different messages. Yes, through animals. Yes, through songs. Numbers are huge. So if, you're, if one of your grandparents had a favorite song and all of a sudden you hear it or you're humming it in your head, that's their way of saying hello. Or they love bluebirds and you're seeing bluebirds outside your window all the time that day. That's their way of saying hello. And you can poo-poo it and say it's not really happening, but did you notice blue, bluebirds yesterday? Be open. Okay? That's their way of saying hello. And you can poo-poo it and say it's not really happening, but did you notice blue, bluebirds yesterday? Be open. Yeah, and I want to get into some of the naysayers, but first, the lines are ringing. Deb is on the line from Rochester. Thanks so much, Leah, for your call. It's wonderful to hear that emotion in Leah's voice. Deb, hi. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Two very quick questions. My mom very recently passed away. We were very, very close. Um, and it was a struggle, do I want to say, physically for her to get over to the other side. She's fine, I'm sure, but maybe I just need somebody to say, yes, she is fine. She's okay. She made it. 
So when you think about your mom, do you feel calm? Do I feel what? Do you feel calm when you think about your mom right now? When you just, when, when her memory comes to mind, do you feel calm? Do you know that she's at peace? Can you feel that peace? I think so. Well, I think so, too. She's fine. Most everybody okay. is on the other side. Yeah. They're with love. It's about you working through your missing them. You have to get used to not feeling them on the outside of you anymore, but they are on the inside of you. There's the difference is when they cross over, you start to recognize their signals from the inside of you versus the outside of you. That's a really interesting distinction. And now I think just by asking Deb that question, you're also, she's also able to think about how is she feeling whenever her mom crosses her mind. Exactly. Uh, we, we are talking with the happy medium, Jody Levon. Your calls and texts for her, 651-989-9226. All right, now this is coming in as a text, so I'm just going to uh, to read it and see what you can do, Jody. This person says, my house didn't sell this year. Will I have better luck in the spring? Yes, I feel like you will, but you got to clean out the junk. I feel like there's like a lower level with some excess junk, and I also feel like there might be, I don't know if it's mold or something in the basement, just something something wet, not mold, not mold, but something wet in the basement. It's, it has to appeal to people's senses. So it's got to look good, and it's got to smell good and fresh. People have to feel like they can put themselves into it. Also, you can walk through every single room and thank the rooms for all the joy that they brought you and all the joy that's happened in there. And that's another way of moving that house sale forward. Yeah, putting that good energy in the room. Okay, I think we have her name right. Jewel is calling from Fridley. Hi there. Hi. Good morning. Yes, good morning. what is your question for Jody? Um, I lost my husband uh, September 6th, and I'm just wanting to know if he's okay. So I, I get a good feeling about that, so that I would say yes to you. And again, I would say most people really are okay. Nobody ever dies alone, whether they are physically alone when they die. Their loved ones from the other side are there helping them cross over. So we're helping them on this end, and loved ones that have crossed over before us are helping them. They're never alone, and they're never scared. You don't have to worry about that. The exception would be if somebody didn't know that they were dead, which is very, very rare, They'll be fine. They'll be love, and there always is love around them. I have a feeling that your loved one is fine and that you can talk to them and you can ask them to come to you through dreams. You know, you just have to remember that it is through love that you reach them. It's not through anything horrible. You're not disturbing them. You can say, I love you. It would be lovely to hear from you in a dream or a sign. Interesting. So really ask for some kind of message. This listener said, my dad died in a car crash last year. Can he tell you what happened? Does he have anything to say to his children? Well, so that's a big ask in that. Yes. I'm not speaking with that person, but it feels like I don't, my, my teeth started to hurt when, that, when this message came through. So obviously this person hit something like they were saying, the car accident. Because I'm not talking to them, I can't say what that person would bring through. I can tell you if you want to know once again you can ask them to show you some things in a dream, but be careful about your ask 
because I asked that from my grandma, and then I saw and felt her whole death. You want to be careful what you ask for. And you have to know that you have angels around you all the time. So does your loved one. And know, just keep bringing in love when you ask for that. Do a lot of prayer beforehand, positive energy all around the question. I'm sorry I can't exactly answer that. If you were in front of me or on the phone, I might be able to. So really quickly, Jody, because some people today may want to do a reading with you, what's the easiest way to reach out to you directly? So my website is theintuitivecoach.com, and you can actually schedule on there. There's a lot of Q&A on there. That's how you'd reach me. I'm also available on social media, but not to schedule. Okay. Uh, This person says, I've been unemployed since May, have recently applied to seven positions, but haven't heard anything. Will I get one of these jobs and get back to work soon? So I love this question for a couple of reasons. The first one is it's because I'm going to tell you how my intuition works with this. As I'm listening, my stomach went up which is a yes. So I feel very positive energy toward this person getting a job. I am, however, not a fortune teller. I read the signs that indicate what might occur. And the signs are indicating at this moment, yes, I feel like one of those jobs or another one will come. I feel really, really very good about it. And I would love to hear. So please email me when you get your job. Wow. Well, so many people out there obviously wanting connection. Before we let you go, though, there are a couple who have texted in sort of the naysayer type. And again, I had you on today, not because I'm trying to say, okay, this is the way the world is, but I was moved by you when I opened myself up to a reading. I thought of all years, 2020 is a crazy year. Let it, let's see what Jody Levon, the happy medium, has to say when Twin Cities Live came to me and asked if I wanted a reading. But what do you have to say to people who maybe don't believe? Um, and, you know, I'm not saying you're trying to get them to believe, but what is your thought there? So I can understand that. If you're not aware of your own intuition, why would you believe in mine? I would say start believing in your own intuition. Start watching the little hunches that come true, the knowing feelings that you get, the feeling that you, you're smelling your mom's perfume and it, you've been smelling it all day and you realize it's her birthday and you didn't even think about it. Start looking for your own signs because you're intuitive yourself and it is a beautiful resource that can help you in so many ways with your anxiety, with helping you make decisions, I would say just start paying attention to your own intuition. You don't have to believe in mine, believe in yours. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Jody Levon. It is wonderful to have you on. And I hope that, as I can tell for most of the texts coming in and our callers, that you were able to give some lightness and some hope to many people today. Uh, well, happy holiday season to you. Joy, and I'm so grateful for Twin Cities Live connecting us. And you're wonderful. You're giving a lot of hope yourself. And thank you for having me on. Well, thank you very much. Have a great rest of uh, your day. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, some texts. We'll deal with a couple naysayers who texted in. I will, of course, respect you and share some thoughts. 651-989 if you have 989-9226 if you have any final thoughts as we wind down today. We are winding it down. On Real Talk with Roshini, thanks for spending part of your Sunday with me. I'm off next Sunday. Blois is in for me. I'll be back December 13th. And then, of course, on December 27th, we have our year-end futures show. So looking forward to bringing you some great guests on that show. 
Fabulous guest today. You can revisit conversations with the U of M president, Joan Gable, Steele Smiley from Crispin Green, the commissioner of the WCHA men's. Just go to my show page on WCCORadio.com. You can also listen to our app, radio.com, to check out any of these segments, revisit them, share them. And you can connect with me during the week when I'm not on. Go ahead, connect with me at ownyourwow.com, which is my site or on Twitter, at Rashini R. Meantime, happy Thanksgiving weekend. Make it a fabulous week. Hi, I'm John Meacham, the host of Cadence 13's new podcast, Fate of Fact, on how America and its political parties got to where we are today. Available now on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.